Hello, podcast listeners. We know podcasts are a great way to catch up on a program that you may have missed on KSJE, and it's provided as a free service of this radio station. But you know, KSJE is now listener-supported, and so while you enjoy this podcast, we hope that you'll also take some time to join KSJE. Become a member today. It's quite easy to do. Just go to our website at ksje.com support and pick the level of support that best matches your budget. Thanks again for listening. Here's your podcast. KSJE is supported by San Juan Regional Medical Center, whose vision is to deliver world-class care making life better for the communities they are privileged to serve. Offering a comprehensive range of inpatient, outpatient, and emergency care services so residents can live life better here. San Juan Regional Medical Center, community owned and operated, here for you. And back in Studio A this morning with my guest, as I mentioned, from the San Juan County Partnership. Julie Smith is back with us this morning. Good morning, and thanks for coming back in. Good morning, Scott. Good to to... I'm sorry. Good to see you. Great to be here. Okay. Jinx. <laughs> there you go. Thank you for coming in. And uh, it's a busy time at the Partnership because, well, first of all, you've got your big conference coming up, the Creating Cultural Harmony Conference, right? We do. We have Creating Cultural Harmony Conference coming up on April 12th um, at the Farmington Civic Center. We are currently still looking for a few more presenters to do breakout sessions. So if you have an interest in um, presenting on culture and how it impacts, um, well, let me tell you what our theme is. Yeah. Our theme is culture is prevention. So as you know, Scott, we are a primarily a prevention organization. Um, we prevent homelessness. Mm -hmm. We prevent um, misuse of alcohol, tobacco, and other drugs. We uh, prevent, uh, we have a program that helps to prevent people going into um, incarceration that maybe that's not the best place for them. So all of the things that we do at the partnership revolve around prevention. So our theme this year is culture is prevention because we know that embracing culture, yours, others, um, and just getting into the spirit of culture really helps to solidify a foundation foundation that works for prevention. So if you are interested in doing a breakout session for us for um, our, our uh, culture is prevention right for the creating cultural harmony conference um, then please reach out to me uh, Julie Smith um, at Smith J at SJC partnership dot org or you can call me at five zero five five six six five eight seven two and I will get you connected with um, our form that will allow you to apply to be a presenter so we have a couple of slots left and we'd like to get those filled out so that we can um, open up registration so there you go that's true because April 12th will be here before we know it before we know it because here we are Gosh, end of February already, and so there already you are. Already the end of February. And you know, as you were describing that, I was thinking about a lot of uh, cultures that we have in the area and celebrate in the area, and a lot of them default to prevention. I mean, when you think about some of the things in our culture and things like that, I mean, if we follow that to the letter and, and followed what the teachings are, that is automatically a lot of the prevention work that you talked about. Absolutely. Um, culture is 
the rich foundation that should serve us all in uh, in prevention, in preventing um, all of the things that I was talking about. Right. So uh, it just is the foundation for most of the work that we do, and we really wanted to highlight this highlight that with this particular theme. That's going to be a great conference with that as your theme. So Yes, we do at... have, uh, I can talk about a couple of the workshops that we're yes. likely going to have. Okay. So our, um, our keynote speaker is going to be Paula Feathers. She is um, from Kamama Consulting out of Albuquerque. She does a lot of work in prevention in New Mexico. She, um, Kamama Consulting has a contract to do a lot of prevention um, education around the state and um, we are lucky enough to have her come in and do our keynote and to do a breakout session for us so her breakout session will be on um, I'm gonna look down here at my paper That's cultivating okay. a strengths-based mindset and um, working that into how that strengths-based mindset um, ties into culture and then we also have, um, we're really excited about this, um, the workshop's going to be called Drumming Sounds, and it is an interactive drums and instruments uh, session that uh, the presenters, Andrew and Monica, uh, will guide them through a powerful intervention they call drumming sounds. So we're really, okay. really excited about You're that You're going to make some noise, it sounds like. Yeah, huh? we're going to make okay. some noise. And, it's going to be fun. And I'm sure once you get the rest of your presenters all ready to go, all of that will be online as yes. folks can register and see all the other workshops yes. and breakout sessions that you have. Re the link for registration will be up on our webpage at sjcpartnership.org um, as soon as we're ready to get that registration going okay. just a couple of more breakout sessions very first, good but in then... the meantime as the poster says save the date yes for in April the meantime 12th. save the date um mark it off on your calendar and then we'll uh, check back regularly over the next couple of weeks on our web page and we will have the link up for registration as soon as it's ready to go okay very good and i will ask you to repeat some of that contact information for you at the end of the program if folks are going to be looking for a pen or pencil or something Perfect. to scribble down how to reach you to maybe be a part of the conference so that will be happening in a, in a few moments. But in the meantime, I want to ask you about another project that you have been working on with um, the Farmington Boys and Girls Club, right? And the kids that are over there at the club. And, uh, and I didn't know that they had a kiln at the club for pottery and things like that until I saw a picture. And yes. uh, tell me about this project. So it's really interesting. So I've been working with um, the Farmington Boys and Girls Club for a, a couple of years now doing um, prevention education. Um, we've talked about Media Ready before. Yep. And it just was, it was really interesting. Um, the executive director, uh, CEO, um, Michelle, Michelle and I were discussing our art. Shout out to Michelle. Shout out to Michelle. Yep. Love Michelle. Mm -hmm. um, we were discussing our art because um, as my sort of side hustle and and passion i'm a ceramic artist and we were talking about art i didn't and... know that either i'm learning so much today okay and um michelle's like well you know we have a kiln right and i'm like what no so it developed from there um we went out I, I did a quick inspection of the kiln we scheduled some time to make sure that the kiln was in working order because it hadn't been fired in a couple of years and so um did all of that and then we just we put together a program and we titled it art is prevention so you'll see a, a I like theme it. here <laughs> i like it right okay um because there are things that we do in our daily lives that really do enhance that cultural base. Um, art is one of those. Um, 
when we engage in things like art, we have an opportunity, especially when we're working with children, to um, really build their confidence and creativity and enhance um, what we call in prevention work protective factors. So those protective factors are things that help build um, their resistance to to even starting using um, alcohol, tobacco, and other drugs. So that is the basis of this is, you know, I get to combine my my passion for art, for ceramics, and my passion for prevention. And it just came together really seamlessly and organically, and it has been an amazing time. Um, I love the photos that you sent me, and we'll show them in just a moment, because the, the smiles on the faces of the kids that were working on this, from you know creating from just the, the, the clay yes. into the designs and their creativity, and then to see their fired results, the, you know, the pieces that come out of the kiln, um, it had to be really, really educational educational for the kids and really cool to see their creativity too. It is. It is so much fun to see that spark. Um, there's definitely a couple of kiddos that I worked with over the last um, session of artist prevention that you could tell like this really sparked something in them and that their love of art, their love of maybe even ceramics yeah, right. was, you was, something. was born. And I just love to see that. And then as we're working through this, you know, I'm talking to them about um, not necessarily about, hey, don't do drugs, because that's not the best message that we can send. Right. But we're talking about, you know, like, how does this make you feel? Does this does this build your confidence? Does, you know, even just working as we're showing the pictures here, working in a group setting like this and bringing together kiddos that maybe aren't normally together and increasing that, um, that social circle that they have also increases um, refusal skills because when they have that sense of community with people who are also not using um, alcohol, tobacco, and other drugs, then then we reset that social norm. So we talk a lot in prevention about uh, social norms, the, mm -hmm. the perception of what is normal. And oftentimes, especially with junior high, high school students, the perception of normal for the use of, you know, uh, vaping or um, other illicit substances um, is that, oh, everybody's doing it. Um, but that's really not the case. Um, we know from from the data that we have from from the kiddos themselves that they most of them aren't. Less than twenty five percent of high school students um, vape or use tobacco products, and even less than that for other substances. So we when we get them together in groups that they're not normally in, then they have an opportunity to see that these folks maybe are folks that they thought were people who um, might use substances, but in reality, they don't. And that we reset that social norm. And when we reset that perception of what is normal, then it, it just um, resets again that, that sense of, oh, I am not outside the norm. I am the norm. You're cool and you're just like me. Yeah. Right? Something <laughs> right. to that effect, right? Something to that effect. Yeah. Absolutely. So 
I like hanging out with you and you're just like me. You're as nerdy as I am or whatever the case may be. Exactly. So when we get them together in these social groups and have the opportunity to talk about at a very basic level and using age appropriate language, you know, you've probably seen through as you've um, scrolled through the pictures, there's three different groups of students that I work with uh, at the Boys and Girls Club. We do K through third as one group Mm -hmm. and then fifth and sixth or sorry, uh, fourth and fifth. Okay. And then um, sixth and up. Okay. So we call them our teens. Sure. At the boys club. Right. And um, And it looks like, pardon me for interrupting, but just from the pictures, it looks like the kids are able to make multiple pieces. Yeah. It's um, with the younger kiddos, uh, they're in the class for about two weeks. Okay. And it's three days a week. Um, With the older kiddos, I was able to give them a little bit more time, um, about four weeks. Mm -hmm. And that's because... um, of the school schedule. Sure. Like the older kiddos were only able to work maybe one or two days a week because of how late they get to okay. um, the Boys and Girls Club after school. But um, we, we go through a, a set of things that we do. So we start off with pinch pots. And you'll see there's some examples of pinch pots there okay. in the upper corner. Right. Those are generally exactly like they look there they're well you know <laughs> they're beginning but it gives them a sense of what clay can do right and, and they have how to they mold can... it and shape it and it's... pinch it and all the things yes. you talk about right um and then we move on to slab projects and um you can see a lot of uh, examples of slab projects here and then we i let them do do whatever you want to do do something sculptural do another pinch pot do um other things we I have a bunch of like cookie cutters and stamps and things that they can do different textures with. So we try to explore texture and Got you. form and, I guess the and painting and the glazing is all part of this too. Yes. Right? So then um, I'm uh, jumping ahead. I pardon. No, no, it's great. Uh, since they have a kiln on site, it does allow us to use regular cone six clay which means we biscuit first. So that's the first firing and it fires to a, a little over 1800 degrees. And then it prepares it for glazing. Oh, check out the dragon. I know, Isn't that right? awesome? That is really cool. That is a third grader. What? A third grader wow, made that that's dragon. Amazing. That's awesome. I know, it was really cool uh, to watch him go through the process of developing that and trying to make things stick together because there's a lot of techniques that you have to use in order to really make things adhere with clay. You can't just plop them together and and hope that they work. Right, and that's (laughs) gonna stay that same shape after enduring the firing process, I think, too, right? Absolutely, so. um, That came out great. It was great, it was awesome. I had to take great pictures of it because I was like, oh, this That's is great. so cool. And radio audience, if you're just listening on the radio, I'm so sorry, but please go to our Facebook page or YouTube channel and check out the pictures that we're displaying on the video part of the program. Yes. <laughs> it's really, really cool. So, yeah, and then they get to learn um, about glazes. And the interesting thing about glazes is I, I did bring in some glazes that or stains that look exactly like they're supposed to um, in their wet form they'll look exactly the same when they're fired. Mm -hmm. But most actual glazes look absolutely nothing like their finished product um, when they're in their wet form. 
And so just talking about how, hey, you know, this is actually going to end up red when you finish, even though it's going on gray right now. And they're like, what? What? Yeah. And so to see that transformation and to see the the excitement on their faces when they pull when we pull those out of the kiln after the glaze firing and they're like, oh, my gosh, look at how much everything has changed. That is it's just it makes my heart happy. Right. Very cool. We're seeing a picture of a rose with some multicolors in it, too, right? Yes. The red and the green a little bit. Yeah. So they just, and I gave them no restrictions, which is a, another thing that I love about art. You know, um, that rose could have been any color. They got to choose. I didn't say, you know, oh, if it's a rose, it has to be well, sure. the color of roses. Or, you know, hey, maybe you shouldn't put all of that green on there because it's going to drown out your other colors. No, no. We just uh, let them go and let them explore sure. and find out and... Try it and see what happens. Try it and see what happens. Right. Now that looks like a pumpkin to me. Is that what it we were is. going for? Okay. It was. That's right. what they with were a little, going with a, for. With a uh, top. With a lid. Yeah. A they lid. made. They wanted to make a lidded form. And so uh, they made a, a jack-o'-lantern. This was around Halloween time when nice. this particular class was going. Okay. And so, I, again, really, really great. That's a second grader. Nice. Nice. Very good. And here's some proud artists with their final products right yes this is the k through third class and you can see the gentleman with his dragon in the back oh right right there he is yeah so very proud they had an amazing time that's awesome very good and some more pictures here but really cool and this is something you're going to do again hopefully yes um as a matter of fact we're starting the next um cycle of classes on monday oh, so we'll okay. start again with k through third and they'll go for a couple of weeks and then we'll do a wheel it's me it's mm -hmm. just me <laughs> fourth and fifth grade and then um, the teens will do a, a three mondays in a row okay here's and a shot then... at the inside of the kiln right yeah, as everything's a... getting ready to get get fired up Correct. This is before. Literally fired up. Yes. <laughs> this is before the glaze firing. So uh, you can see the dragon is not the colors that it's going to turn That's out. Right. All of the things look very dull, very uh, matte looking. And it's the, the process of the firing, the vitrification of the glaze and the, and the clay together that end up. Very uh, cool. Making it all shiny and pretty. What a cool program, and uh, and how exciting to be able to do that right at the Boys and Girls Club with their kiln that they've had and be able to use it. So yeah, how cool is that? Well, very good. Well, Julie, we're just about out of time. I'm sorry okay. to say we could talk about this all day. I, I know, could. I absolutely. Um, but maybe you'll come yeah. back and give us a, a pottery class. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. There yeah, you go. That would be interesting on the radio. It would be. All right. <laughs> sure. There you go. We'll put a little turntable in here and spin it around. Maybe with your on the move. Yeah, we could do that too. Yeah. We could do that. That's true. <laughs> um, but once again, we want everyone to save the date for the Creating Cultural Harmony Conference uh, on April 12th, 2024. Again, the theme, Culture is Prevention. And if uh, anyone wants to present or find out more, they can contact you. Absolutely. They can contact me at smithj at sjcpartnership.org. Um, or they can call me at 505 three two sorry five six six five eight seven two um they, all of that contact information is also on our webpage at um www.sjcpartnership.org okay 
Very, very good. Thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for the great photos of the kids. Looks like they had a terrific time. And the next group is going to have a lot of fun. We can see that, sure. Absolutely. You Thank bet. you for having me, Scott. You bet. Good to see you. That's Julie Smith from the San Juan County Partnership, my guest here on KSJE. Did you enjoy that podcast? We hope that you did. And if you did, share it with your friends. And if you really want to keep podcasts like this coming, please support KSJE. You can do it easily online at ksje.com.